You're listening to What Says Sports with Mo Cohen, PZ Delarice, and Terry Tam. I now know that I'm on with a spy, depending on who's uh, you know who's the, who's the captain of this ship. That's probably a bad thing if this podcast is supposed to go viral, isn't it? Cordero Patterson uh, like grabbing some shanks, uh, gentlemen here, uh, and he quote and I quote, "I'm a grown man. I don't need nobody blank and blank in my balls, my face." <laughs> in my teenage years, I'd get back from high school, I'd smash two pizza pockets. Carmelo Anthony never learned you can't live life just smashing pizza pockets. Because he lost uh, a double bet, uh, what I did is I cut an jalapeno, a jalapeno in half, and I filled it with hot sauce. So he's going to have to slip this down. Why are you, you give me a fucking banana, dude? I'm not eating a banana. I'll just fucking, I'll rather piss in my mouth than eat this. Okay, so there we go. Stop stalling. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Now, here are your hosts, Mo, Terry, and PZ. Welcome everyone, you're listening to and perhaps watching Hot Sauce Sports. I'm your host, P.S. Del Reese. I am joined by the wonderful, the cap-wearing, the now-paid-back, Terry Tan. The what? Now-paid-back. Now I owe paid? you $20. Oh, okay, now-paid-back. Yeah. And Duke stole me 20 bucks. Yeah, man. He's a jerk, though, so you'll never get a 20. I owe you. The, uh, the, the, the money was for Uber Eats. We had an interesting Sunday. Uh, that was fun. Sunday. Well, there's also Eagle here. Uh, Eagle, you were in there... So you you missed um, a delicious treat by which we're eating in the dark, where one handful may have been French fry, one may be coleslaw. My favorite handful was just bread with mustard on it. I didn't even see you drinking. You were hammered. I was, I was, I was grabbing two beers at a time, I didn't, didn't and you were pouring me. me the Knob Creek. Oh, yeah, we had some. For anyone, for most people that weren't there, we were getting drunk in my backyard at Bonfire. 2 o'clock in the morning and ordered some Uber Eats. Awesome. But didn't, I think we just said that. No, nope. you didn't see exactly what's going on. So uh, no okay. one knows what you're talking about. So you about. had a barbecue at your house. Yeah, and you guys came, and this guy just fucked it in a So should we see your address on the show? Yeah. <laughs> was the, the, the seven people are going to come? Yes, they'll all be there. They'll all be there. They probably were all there. <laughs> the street is a musketeer, and the number is less than 10. It is? No, Actually, no. The name of the street is, the after, street is uh, a it's after a nun. So not a musketeer. It's not a musketeer. Yeah. yeah. You're what? thinking of D'Artagnan. One could say, <laughs> one could say it's none musketeer. And with that, <laughs> the news. Ah, Terry, the news. I hate the news. <laughs> it was uh, an interesting week. Uh, we're all in recovery. It was uh, long Sundays we just described. Yes. Uh, boys, thank you for helping me enjoy my last cheat night mm-hmm. as an unmarried man. Yeah, man. It was very enjoyable. We're there for you, man. Well, don't say that like that. Okay. My last cheat How night shall I say as a hunt- With a different accent? Or no, no. My last cheat night as an unmarried man, which means that you... Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. No, I didn't cheat meal. Said, You're gonna cheat, cheat now. Meal. Cheat I d- meal, yeah. I didn't. I didn't have sex with a sandwich. If that's what you're wondering, I may have had sex with a sandwich. Well, you did. You had mouth sex with a sandwich. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. All kinds of if oral I would, sex. That you blow drop that sandwich. So if I bang a sandwich, it would probably be an egg salad sandwich because everything's already mushy inside. Mm, not tuna. What the fuck? Or man? that? Just something that's mashed up. Yeah. Okay. So mashed if you had to pick up. any sandwich in the world to bang, yeah, you would pick an egg salad. No, sandwich. I would actually <laughs> go to uh, with the with with the same consistency but chicken. Same consistency, like but chicken. Like so a chicken, chicken salad sandwich. sandwich. Chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, eggs. Are I would just do. I would do like a, a meatball sub. Yeah, get really get in between the two balls there. Yeah, it's not bad. And so, it's warm but, too. Yeah, yeah. Duke's yeah. defense. defense uh, and I would also eat the sub. <laughs> I love meatball <laughs> that's, subs. That's fucked up. <laughs> eggs are eggs are just really chicken. That's it. So. 
peanut butter and jelly, but the smooth peanut butter because you don't want to have nuts in your nuts. No, <laughs> you don't want nuts in your under your, your schmegma. Uh, let's see. I mean, nice turkey sub. Yeah. But you gotta go. You gotta go sideways. Silky. Nothing you wrong with the good old. You gotta go sideways with that one. Turkey yeah, sub. Rub it across. Rub it across. Yeah. Like like you spread mayo. <laughs> the news, gentlemen. Um, the NBA draft happened. Um, there was some weird clothing choices. <laughs> None weirder than Bull Bull's spider suit. I think thing. it was like a venom. Outfit. What about his contacts too? Yeah, that was so strange. I, I don't think it was it the Heat that drafted Bull Bull. Uh, no, yes, it but no, it was no, the Heat that the Heat that are. The Denver Nuggets. Yeah, tr- Denver, Denver drafted <coughs> Bobo. No, the, he drafted him for the Nuggets. So the NBA that still confuses me yeah, so yeah. much. The NBA does this weird thing. They open, they open trades <coughs> and free agency after the draft. So you're drafting without knowing your needs. And then on top of that, there's these situations where, um, okay, I'll trade you my pick, but we can't do the trade yet. So who do you want? I'll draft that person, then we'll trade in a few days. Kay. So for now, Bobo's in Miami, but so he's going to he be belongs, Denver. He's going to belong to Denver. Yeah. So stupid. I also found that it's really condensed. Like they could really, they can really take this event and at least put it over a two-day period. I feel like it's really condensed and there's a lot going on and there's way too much analysis. Like they have way too guys, in, way too many guys in that. So what do you mean way too much analysis? <laughs> I watched. Well, Chauncey, Chauncey, I, I Billups, Chauncey Billups is giving useless, useless like no, player comparisons that nobody needs. I watched the draft know? from like pick sixteen, and they were still talking about RJ Barrett. Yeah. No, I what I guess what, no I'm saying is, what I guess is I'm saying is there's there's a lot of guys giving analysis for 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 something like that, and I felt like Cha- I feel like Chauncey Billups is pretty useless in the whole broadcast. I've started watching. I've started ah, watching. He's very analytical. He, he compared some some random like 13th pick to like uh, to Russell, Russell Westbrook. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> it's not you, really close. you know, Wait, Styles, you, Styles, right? Are yeah. you saying Tyler Hero can't be uh, Russell Westbrook because he's white? Tyler Hero, right? He, uh, that, that's the guy. He was like a he was like a star at one point during the uh, yes. the March Madness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was he drafted by? The Heat. Oh, the Heat. So that's actually a Heat pick, not yeah. a, a. That's an actual pick. Heat pick. Okay, cool. Um, you know, it just I've started watching drafts the volume off because it's just it's a whole NFL bunch draft. of generic cliches. That's it. Over and the yeah. NFL draft's the worst for it. The NFL draft is the most in depth I find out of all of them. But really, you want to hear about another guy whose motor doesn't stop? Another guy who just jumps out of the gym. Another Mike guy Mayock's not there anymore. Monster in the, yeah. in the Mike Mayock's not there anymore. Oh my God! Go Raiders! No, but you I, no, but I find like they'll show a lot more clips, and you can see different things. Oh, that's than for sure. a basketball player. My favorite, player. by the way, was a couple of years ago uh, when um, or the, the NHL beat. doesn't Which, show any clips. Where's the beat's first name? Who? The beat. He was like a seven foot six center. Uh, he didn't play. He played like a half a second for the Grizzlies. Okay, I'm on it. Okay, Duke, Duke knows something about playing for half a second. Hey yo, so he. Uh, they started his highlight package, and it was, it, a, it was a shot in warm-up uh, of him bricking a ball off the backboard. And then the rest of the highlights were just him jogging slowly from offense to defense. So it and was, once in a while, grabbing a rebound. It was Jeremy Lin's highlight tape from the finals, basically. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So the Pacers drafted that guy that was uh, next to, had his press bo- uh, uh, table next to Zion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I don't know his name. Boggy? Uh, Boggy? Uh, Hashim Habit. Hashim Habit, that's it. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, of course I remember him. Yeah. yeah, he sucked. And yeah. then, yeah. Um, so he, they drafted the guy that didn't have any, that all, what, like the, the famous picture there of all the press at Zion's table and nobody at his table and he's just kind of chilling there. And then he got drafted in the first round. So yeah. for him. But that, you know, at the NBA, you hear all these names and you're going to forget about them in like half Well, a the minute. thing is, is that you're going to forget about them in a Duke, um, in a Duke entry minute, which is very fast. But the thing is, 
it, it seems this year more than most, the draft was pretty like flat. Like it was like four or five picks that we know are probably going to be good NBA players. Yeah, and then everyone's basically the same. Yeah, exactly. The next the next two rounds are well, you, you know in a couple of years you'll probably get a few guys that you know contribute. Made, yeah, contributed or are going to contribute that are going to do well, make the All Star game, whatever. But the NBA draft because it's so you know who the top guys are and it's so rare that the the guys drafted late in in the draft do well that nobody really cares about the actual draft they should do it offline it's such a it's such a waste well it's selling the ad space though because like evidently so many evidently people are watching it so I many guess. commercials and like we knew we I'd rather knew watch the, the nfl we the knew the best. we knew the top four picks yeah. so rj baird Knicks, baby yeah rj baird to the Knicks. Knicks can win a championship they will not when <laughs> yeah, 10 years okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like when RJ Barrett's not there anymore. Oh, not anymore. <laughs> he'll probably be a lifer there, though. You I think, think he's gonna I be good? Like, yeah, I feel like. He I know likes. we talked about this, but you think he's gonna be? I think good? he's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah I really do. But like, once at one point, once you get to like Chuma Okeke and Goga Pitare and 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 Lucas Dornick, like, like what? Like we didn't, we don't know any of these people. No, no, zero. Never <laughs> heard of them. We that may dude. have seen a half second while we're gambling on March Madness, and that's it. I had never heard of Luka Doncic before he played. You know, I never heard of these guys. Well, Luka Doncic had some some traction just because he played pro ball. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so for that reason, sort of his highlight tape a couple of days for the draft sort of went viral. Yeah. But I we guess. didn't really have that. But that's what I'm saying. It's like during the year before, I had no idea who Luka yeah. Doncic was. Or Giannis. Giannis played Division Two basketball in Greece. He, he he was course, so far off the radar. They take sixteen-year-olds. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, it, I mean, but and his brother still plays. Yeah, Division Two. Giannis probably played Division One back then. Yeah, I don't know division, two. Play. Play division, division Two. What team do you know? Sorry. What team do you know? I don't remember. His brother, Listen, his brother is like the. I'm a, I'm his brother is like a beast, and the Greek league is very good. And uh, his brother is like one of the best players in the league. It's like the Greek economy. No, because the Greek economy is not good. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, and it is not run by an African. So there's some strange things happening in Boston. In the Bo- with the Boston Celtics, um, so what's his name? What, Danny Ainge. Danny, Danny Ainge. He's of he's he's talking shit to Kyrie, and Kyrie's yeah, still well, so be a part of his team. Let, let's get that clip up and running. Ease. I like how he's talking shit to a guy who I hasn't decided where he's going to play. <laughs> well, I mean, well, maybe he hasn't. He hasn't told him. Humble, anybody. hardworking, and really? will play any role that you, they have to to help a team succeed. You guys are talking over what you he's saying. Have, you do have to have a certain amount of talent to win in our league, as we all know, but. Um, Good people is it makes makes coming to work more fun. Hmm. Taking shots. So which is, are you talking about Kyrie or Horford? Kyrie. Well, here's the other thing though. Al, Al Horford, they, it, it, from all accounts, it appears as though they convinced Al Hor- Horford to drop his option and they're going to sign him to a long-term deal, do the team-friendly thing. Uh, we'll sign you for more money over time, but take less money this year so we have more money on the cap. Yeah. Al Horford's like, cool. And then all of a sudden they lost his number. And yet Danny Ainge has the balls to go out and be like, well, we need to be, have good people and, uh, you know, good morals and that's going to help the locker room. Like, you sound like a jerk face, man. And the report today is that they're looking at replacing Kyrie with Kemba Walker. Yeah. But Kemba Walker, just didn't he just tear his Achilles? Uh, no, I, it was John Wall. I always Wall. confuse... Kemba Walker they're and John they're the face. Always. They have the same face, yeah? No. It's because yeah. they're both I, I point find guards. They look, they they look similar. exactly the same way. <laughs> and they're like two years apart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kemba, I, f- I feel, Kemba's would, a great would be player. a really nice fit. I feel like he'd be a nice fit. So he, but here's the thing is, uh, do people, do players want to go to Boston? We saw Clutch Sports basically leaked that Anthony Davis was not going to sign, uh, thus removing all leverage. That's why, that's why the Lakers got to keep Kyle Kuzma, by the way. Because now the Lakers knew, well, we're alone. It's, it's a one-team... Uh, yeah, trading they didn't pool. have to give him up. So 
you know, we don't have to give you Kuzma, so take the rest of it. That, that's yeah. a lot of speculation at the same time. Like, I, I don't see why players would not want to play in Boston. I feel like it's a, it's a great city to play sports. Well, but, like, so know? Kyrie wants out after a year. But Kyrie is super weird. Okay, but Anthony Davis... Kyrie, Kyrie seems really needy as a player. But Anthony Davis <laughs> isn't going there. Yeah, but that was also from his uncle, and it wasn't really, like, an actual report. Like, okay, so is, is he needy, or is he does he think of him... He's such a competitor. Does he think of himself as probably the best in the league at his position? And he sees all these other guys winning championships. I think it's the opposite. I think Kyrie won with LeBron. He made the shot. He said, you know what? I, I need to go somewhere around the man. Then put in that position in Boston, realized, oh, this is a lot harder than I thought. Because Kyrie, yeah. Kyrie is an excellent player, but Amazing. he's not... He's not LeBron. He's not Kevin Durant. He's not. He's not uh, and, and Curry. Just, bef- just before the end, the the All Star break, the the dude is complaining about his teammates not working hard, and and now Danny Ainge is saying he's not the guy working hard. So I'm just a little bit confused about that. You know? Well, but so like here's the other. I don't thing. think it's about working hard. I don't think Danny Ainge is complaining about working hard. I think Danny Ainge is more saying that maybe he's just not a fit for the in locker it, room. In it, yeah, or yeah, yeah. He's just not like he doesn't want it anymore. You know, maybe he wanted it up until the All Star game. Maybe something happened at the at the All Star break in the locker room. Locker rooms are big, man. If there's a divide, the team doesn't work. But you think, like, the, the thing is that there's there's also a lot of people saying that, like, the, the Celtics are kind of screwed right now without Horford. The fact is Horford, really, really good, really good, uh, like, kind of like team captain in a way, the guy that can lead the locker room. But I don't feel like he's really a game breaker. Yeah. Well, but he's, a, he's, a, he's an excellent defender. And if they bring in he's Kemba. He's an excellent defender. Who can de- he's yeah. a big who can defend the perimeter, which is what you need today in the NBA. But I, I still feel like the, the Celtics will be better off without Kyrie. I feel like when he wasn't on the floor, the, the ball circulated a lot more. It wasn't centered around got one guy. It wasn't, wasn't ISO ball, you know. Well, but so and also Hayward's going to come back because you're going to play a lot better. Are we, are, we getting, are we getting Tatum from last year mm. or Tatum from this past season? You mean after he spoke to Kobe and Kobe told him to take every shot? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that didn't work. That didn't work. Um, Next. Mitch Marner. <laughs> Um, he is offered it. He uh, d- declined a deal for from the Maple Leafs. Said he wanted eleven million mm-hmm. instead of the ten million over eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he knows he'll get it from somewhere else. That's why. Yeah, it, it does appear to be the case. Uh, talks are that New Jersey Devils are in play. Um, it's interesting because so they just made a trade for PK Subban. They're doing everything they can to keep Taylor so Hall in New Jersey, right? Yeah, and they, they even called Taylor Hall. They mm-hmm. called him and they uh, they said, "Listen, what do you think about PK? Uh, we want to go after him. What do you think?" And Taylor Hall like said, "Like I'm giving you my blessing. Like I want him on the team, kind of thing." So they're giving him what he wants so he can stay. And I hope he stays. It'd be great. Yeah. yeah, I don't want Taylor Hall to go to another stacked team. You know, like it's I don't want him to. Like it, it's fun to see him in New Jersey because New Jersey is like one of those teams that's been in the league for a long time. They have a good history, but they just can't bring people in to watch the games. But so now with this Marner thing, the thing is that Kyle Dubas now. Went, went up and he said, he's like, well, I hope the teams know, in paraphrasing, I hope the teams know that like, we're willing to take the compensation if the they four are, picks. Yeah, yeah, exactly, the four picks. So it's kind of like saying, because like, a lot of teams are going to be making crazy offers. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, okay, make your crazy offer. We'll take your four picks. you know, yeah. And then we'll go sign somebody else in the offseason. But there's Panarin available. There's so many guys that are available. Duchesne's available. Do you think Duchesne won't take $11 million to play in Toronto? I don't think... I don't think Duchesne will get eleven million, and I don't no, but I'm saying, and I don't think. See, that's the thing. I think He'll get like the way du- eight. The way Dubas is looking at it is like we'll give Duchesne eight, have some money to play with, yeah, and have four first round picks yeah. by getting rid of Martin. Exactly, you know? but so that's what he's saying. He's kind of like pushing these other GMs to say, "Fuck it, go shoot your best shot, and if you, if it takes, it takes." But now we'll my take question your picks. is, would but it I think be? He's, he's would it be the f- like? Does it have to be the four f- the four picks starting this year, or can you say? 
four picks starting 2020. Oh, that's a good question. Because like I don't think I don't think New Jersey would give up. I think Jack it's Hughes. I think it's the next of whatever it is of whatever the pick. So it's it's next so you year. You can't you can you couldn't negotiate that. That's yeah, I don't think you can choose like three years from now. And I I think there's actual rules in place that allow you to not like trash your team where you can trade first round yeah, picks exactly. like three years in a row or something or whatever. Yeah, it is. exactly. Yeah, they're that's all, what I'm saying. Like, like does it would New Jersey have to give up the Hughes pick this year? To get Marner, or could they be like? No, no, it's next not year. this year. They already drafted Hughes. Are they okay. There yeah. we go. Yeah, so it's not. And Hughes yeah. is not in play. Yeah, okay. If Hughes is in play, that's uh, it's big. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like, he's a center too. Because th- when I was reading the article, I said, "Well, and he comes at an entry level." Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you have Heischer still playing on his entry level contract. Yeah. You have, you know, so it's they're they're in a very very interesting position. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's funny because we had mentioned it sort I feel of like vaguely. They have the upper hand now, where before they didn't. Yeah, we we, we mentioned vaguely like. Oh yeah, like New Jersey might be in play for Marner, and then since we said it on last week's show, which we had no sourcing, which is like that's a team that kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're in a position yeah, where they because can do they it. needed to hit the floor. I think they already hit the floor. Now they now they have a lot of space, so they'll be able to go. But we're gonna talk a little bit more about it with uh, our guest uh, Chris Mancuso today from uh, Get the Puck Out Podcast. Absolutely, um, the NBA awards were last night. Yay. Uh, our Twitter account was uh, ablaze. Yes. Uh, because I think a few of our employees were ablaze. <laughs> Not me. It was all him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anytime it's Twitter, it's Duke. So the, that's the NHL that's awards. Well, yes. I didn't realize that was going to be the picture because it's both awards. Okay. <laughs> the NHL awards were slightly before. Uh, Eagle, you have something negative to say about Carey Price and children. No, no. No, no, please. Please tell us why you don't think. For context, Anderson Whitehead is a super fan of Carrie Price. His mother had cancer. She was dying. She promised him that at one point in his life that she was going to set up a meet and greet with him so they can get to meet each other. They did. Mother's dying wish. Got you. Mother's dying wish. Got you. Mother's dying wish. Exactly. It's like the Make-A-Wish Foundation, but for adults, but still for her kid. But anyway. So So mother uh, makes a sacrifice for a child. I I can see why you're hating this. Mother dies. (laughs) No, no. no, no. First first mother made a sacrifice. Then mother unfortunately paid... The ultimate sacrifice. So died. Canadians find out about this. They're like, she's sure, soft, let's do right? Because she died. She's soft. That's what you get. Yeah, just finish your thoughts. So, <laughs> mother, mother died. Canadians find out. They have a meet and greet with Carrie Price. They happen. I think one of her relatives or something captured it on film, and like he breaks down. And he's crying and everything. Right? It's the, oh, sweet, I saw it's one it. of the yeah. sweetest moments. He was coming out of the ice. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't know that was the same kid. So what happened is they invited this kid for the NHL awards and everything to, because yeah. they won like the su- NHL sweetest moment award, which isn't a thing, but fine, sure. So they bring him up on stage, right? So this eight-year-old kid's on stage with one of the presenters. And like, oh, yeah. Uh, one of the presenters? Stuff. And then they're like... Camille yeah. Hostick, cover of SI Swimsuit. The girl's a fucking missile. Yes. Yeah. So far, so <laughs> far this kid's life is uh, getting better. A so the then day. they're like, oh, Carrie couldn't be here, but he left you a video message. So they all turn to the screen, and he starts talking. He's like, you know what? Hold on a second. And then steps around stage yeah. holding one of his jerseys to give to the kid and invites Perfect. the kid to the All-Star game next year. So far, I don't know what you're hating on. Okay. Well, wait, wait. Oh, so Carrie, pr- Carrie Price fucking lied to him. Is what he hates. Why the fuck would the NHL set up a scenario where this kid is surprised on national television in front of all these people on stage, right? It's not fair for the kid to fucking take his misery that he had where his mom just died and basically paraded for fucking ratings. Like, it's stupid. What they could have done was, hey, spend the day with Carrie. They walk around with a little camera crew. Oh, uh, okay. I get what you're saying. Or they both come up to do the whole uh, thing. And then Carrie's like, hey, you want to come to the NHL? Right? It was for clicks. I mean, but it's mutual. They did it for the clickbait. They did it because they knew it was going to break down. benefit. It's not. Well, what benefit yes. is it to this kid to be on TV? He gets or, a free no. trip to Vegas? Okay. No, he was already going to get rather, that. He was, imagine if he was in Vegas, well, they still offered him the All-Star game, and he didn't have to have well, a well, breakdown why, on why TV. Was, why I was think he that in his Vegas? Parents, I, I think his father or whoever's, whoever's his guardian now has 
said, okay, it's okay, you can do it. But also, like, why was do it, you can do it. Like, I don't think the kid cares. I think. He, but wait, why was the kid in Vegas? Because the NHL decided to fly him down for the award. Because okay, he won but, an but award. Perhaps the reason they decided to fly him down was we'll fly you down for the awards. We're gonna involve you in the ceremony. Yeah, that's the reason why. They this did. is the reason why. Yeah. Yeah, and we're gonna so wasn't that he was already there? We're trick so you, conspiracy so you're gonna running crazy. slots and banging hookers. So conspiracy theorist the eagle over here thinks that they did it for clickbait, which they did. Yes, but, every, but I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. Isn't it? Every they could have done the exact same thing and give him the award and invite him for the All Star game without having to surprise him, quote unquote, on stage and have him cry. Sure. Okay, but the clicks. most important part of all this. Good story. Great story. Is in that picture you see right there, Carrie Price's pocket square is his wife's underwear. Yeah. I was about to say that. That's the thing yes. that counts. Yeah. But wait, wait, wait. This is Vegas. Are we sure it's his wife? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah she, she said, said, she said it. it was hers. Okay. She went on and said it was her. Yeah. You sure she wasn't saying I Hanky hope Banky, yeah. What? You sure she's not saying I hope it's mine? Maybe. Well, <laughs> but what, it was color, what color are they? Black? Yeah, they're black. That's a great color. It means you want, them, you, means you want someone to see them when you wear black underwear. Yes. Am I? I know that I'm wearing black. It doesn't mean that. Light blue. I got yellow. Light blue, perfect so. for the tracks. I got yellow. The Colombian thing. Don't ask. Pissed? What? Just pissed. Yeah, pissed stains. Yellow. Hiding it all day. You're right. colorblind though, right? Yes, Are I was they told. Actually, yellow. yellow. So the I, the only reason I know they're yellow is that they're every year on New Year's we have to exchange yellow underwear. I don't know. What the fuck? Colombians, huh? Yeah, crazy shit. Uh, so the NBA awards, who won what? So Yanni. Yeah, he MVP. Won, yeah, you won MVP. Well so, deserved. I mean, yes and no. I, so like, and there's just we won't get into the Rockets bullshit right now, but we'll get, we'll get to that later. later yeah. But, um, I mean, maybe this is just bias of living in Canada. It's hard to say. Like Kawhi has to be most valuable. If he's not there, that's a team that doesn't win ten games. No, the, the award the, doesn't the award include everything that happened throughout the season, yeah. not the the, the playoffs. So if that's the case, Giannis should be the winner. Yeah, like actually, I, Harden should be because of the, the his, his. I mean, his that depends if you think defense matters. That's true. That's true. But I think it's a it's a general big picture kind of thing. Like Yanis, in a way, kind of really really led that team. It was really on his on his shoulders the whole the whole season. And Kawhi not so much. But I remember I remember. Um, Kawhi, well, yeah, but I know what you mean. Kawhi wasn't even in the picture for it. It was also Paul George. I was thinking, well, Kawhi well, Paul George, Paul George before he got hurt was was the best player in the league. Right, 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 right. LeBron got one vote. You know what? I'm not against that one vote. Yeah. Because if he plays those 17 games, maybe they're in the playoffs, which means you're the most valuable to your team. Also, he was <laughs> valuable to all the teams that made it to the playoffs above the Lakers. By not playing. By not playing. Exactly. He's so also he's valuable to the league. Most, Is there a most valuable league award? He's most valuable <laughs> to the Space Jam 2 franchise. That too. So there we go. So anyway, I'm okay with that. I, lo- I, I'm, I love the fact that Yanni won. Most valuable for new hairlines. That's it. But That's the other thing, the other thing that happens with the NBA too is for a long time, like, like LeBron wanted like year after year after year, and then what they'll do is one year they give it to Derrick Rose. Yeah. Right. So like, well, Derrick Rose had a this great is the one, year that year though. But yeah, uh, absolutely. But like, I'm not saying Yanni didn't have a great year, but yeah. it's like, of course, it's like Harden, Harden, Yanni. <laughs> you know well, I mean? Harden didn't win it last year. Harden, it wasn't even. Uh, he won last year, no? Harden didn't win last year. Who won last two years? Uh, no, Harden did not win last year. He hasn't won an MVP ever. That, that that's what the big thing that. Oh, the, uh, yeah, yeah, he wasn't Rose even like was he saying. wasn't even in the All Star game last year. Harden and he had crazy numbers. That's it was, right. it, was, it was this whole controversy. I remember. No, but he didn't win last year. So I, like, I think LeBron won last year. No. Oh, it was it? I think it was KD. KD won last year. Oh, yeah, yeah. With oh. his whole mom and the the speech yes. and everything. Yeah. Oh no, but that was Finals MVP. No, that was, I think that was. MVP. I think he won. No, he went. He went on stage and he thanked his mom. Okay. I think that was he. He won. If it was last year or the year before. So. But the thing is, 
like I know again we've talked about how much people hate Harden style whatever but he's going to retire as the greatest scoring two guard of all time but he shoots like a hundred times a game obviously he's going to get that many points but yeah. he still nails the but points. He's still yeah, yeah. He's no, still I'm not hating on him. I mean, if you give me a hundred shots, no, no, I'm not hating on the fact that he's great. I'm hating on the fact that people are saying that he should have won it over but Yanni. Then, but then, why do people? Why do people love Allen Iverson, who played the exact same way? Allen Iverson was uh, he brought up the ball more. He's he just he was more he was more razzle dazzle. He, he was cooler once. What? He was cooler. But he, he was, was also ho- he also wasn't a baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's a hor- he was a horribly inefficient basketball player. Says who? Says that. <laughs> sure. Says man. No, but he was the only player on that Philly team. Correct. Who else did they have on that team? But who else could play with him? Yeah, that's a good is point. the thing. And I mean, we're seeing similar. We're seeing. You're not going to get any Harden. hating arguments on Iverson for me. I love that guy. Listen, on. I love watching him. I to me, it, it represents um, everything from my youth that I loved in basketball. So yes, that said. Not nearly the efficient basketball player. He's not the player people remember him to be. We kind of look back at him with rose-colored glasses. Uh, a man who would look great in rose-colored glasses next. is our next guest. Chris Mancuso of the Get the Puck Out, Pod- Get the Puck Out Podcast. is part two of our interview. Super happy to have him back. Uh, we're going to talk NHL free agency. Draft. Draft. All sorts of stuff Forward. with him. Really looking forward to it. Uh, coming up next. And uh, you, can, uh, you can you can subscribe. Yeah, you can always subscribe. subscribe. They get the shows, then they choose to listen to it or yeah, subscribe not. on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then follow us at Hot Sauce Sports on every social media. No one, uh, you can't be oversubscribed because that's not a word. Exactly. So, so subscribe just the right amount of time. Be a word. Absolutely has been a unfortunate year. Bruins unable to pull it off. The last time we spoke to Chris, it was the day of Game Seven. Yeah. And uh, he was excited to watch the game. And that jerk face Pam Beasley pulled it off. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I knew as soon as they scored that second goal and uh, Marshawn whiffed that hit and Bergeron's line changed and oh, Alex Petrangelo walked right down the center of the ice and uh, a team that only had four shots was up 2 nothing. I knew it's, it's crazy. just those games where it was going to go right up your ass and sure enough it did. And uh, yeah. Uh, good on the good on the Blues though. They uh, what a season. Uh, Craig Berube he signed a three year extension today. Took the interim uh, title off of him. So that's really wicked. Uh, you got to be pumped if you're a Blues fan because you know after Washington won the cup they lost Barry Trotz right. So at yeah. least this time they didn't lose uh, they didn't lose their coach. Well, I mean it's good. I mean Craig Berube obviously he he got the locker room to buy into you know their system and whatever it is. We'll talk about the awards a little bit later, but I want to talk a little specifically about. Do you think Berube should have won? the coach of the year at least that one was tough because yeah sure he had the like the biggest turnaround from january everybody knows at the beginning of january they were in the basement when that move was made but they 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 based it on the whole year kind of like how elias Pettersson won and bennington didn't yeah exactly more body of work went into uh went into it than barube had to offer but you know uh what a what a hell of a season he had. And if he even remotely gets them back, back to there again, I will say he's definitely owed one now. Oh, you know, like sure. I don't know if he necessarily um 
deserved it per se, but I will say that I, I feel like he, he's owed he's owed one. Yeah, and Barry Trotz. I mean, you can't knock what he did. He took a team that was completely out of the playoffs last year, brought them into the playoffs this year. I think they were like one of the top scoring teams in the league, mm-hmm. and for, and without a without an 100 point scorer, without a 50 goal guy. And, you know, they did it really well. I mean, it's Barry Trotz is one of the best coaches of all time to me, you know. So, like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not surprised that he won. He's a great guy. He's a great coach. Uh, so it goes to him. Uh, so, I mean, we'll, go, we'll run, actually run through the awards now. We'll talk about the draft later. Uh, so Kucherov, uh, so Tampa Bay Lightning pretty much clean up. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, they built on that big season they had down there, 62 wins. But all they got was a lousy T-shirt at the end of it. They didn't yeah. win shit. But yeah, Kucherov won the Hart Trophy. Uh, that was expected. I mean, 128 points. That was the uh, the most amount, I think, since, what, 96 or something like that. 62 wins was the yeah. last time. It was 95-96 by the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, he had a crazy season. And I know people, oh, he plays with Stamkos, this, that, and the other. 128 points in this day and age, that's crazy. It's it's nuts. And the fact that, you know, they got bounced, we can talk about this till we're fucking sick in the tits, but... Uh, it's it, the fact that they got bounced in the first round is crazy to me. And then they clean up. What was the the biggest surprise, I guess, for you? I mean, I know you're probably happy that uh, your buddy uh, Don Sweeney won a GM of the year. Yeah, that was strange to me because yeah. like when I looked at it, I, I thought, you know, um, the only thing he really did was make that those trades at the deadline, which sure they got uh, they got Boston to the final and. Uh, yeah. And that's all fine and dandy. But I thought that Doug Wilson, after Mm -hmm. he traded for Mike Hoffman and then flipped him to Florida for more and picked up Carlson, uh, you know, they went on a long run. If they didn't get injured, who knows what they would have done versus St. Louis. Um, I, I thought Doug Wilson, who didn't even get nominated, was was my yeah, that was guy. Crazy, if I if, I, if mm-hmm. I had to pick it, I would have picked Doug Wilson, to be honest with you. And he wasn't even nominated. But good on Don Sweeney, uh, a guy who had a tough start to uh, his uh, his GM career. He traded a third round pick for Zach Ronaldo and then uh, other stupid shit. Like, yeah, how do you get a third round pick for Zach Ronaldo? That's fucking crazy, right? It's Just crazy. because of that, you should be win GM of the year. The um. We have a clip we're going to play for you, uh, Chris. The Islanders, uh, Rob Leonard, delivered an emotional speech at the NHL Awards. Uh, we just wanted to, to play it real quick and then get your, get your thoughts. His wife's... Uh, tell you what. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for everyone that uh, voted for, for me. Uh, my fantastic wife, uh, who got to stick this out with me. Uh, you're amazing. Uh, yeah, Chris, you can hear this, right? The clip? No, I can't hear it. Oh, All can't right, hear it. so okay. good thing I asked you. I thank, uh, can the audience hear it at least? I'm sure. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you've seen it already, right? I, I saw it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's hilarious. I was waiting. I thought maybe we were on a little delay, but yeah. <laughs> so he, Eagle just asked us, like, "Can you hear it?" We're like, "Yeah," and I'm like, uh, <laughs> "Let's just Eagle? ask him first. <laughs> like, no, like, no. I Chris, about I, I loved his first. I loved his line when he said, "I'm not sharing the story to make uh, people think differently of Robin Lehner as a professional it, goalie. Yeah. I want to make a difference to help others uh, the way that he's been helped. You know, uh, good on Lehner. You know, I live right across from Buffalo, and it was well known around here that you know Lehner had some demons and he had some issues he had to work through in his personal life. And he went out and sought that help and came back with just a spectacular season. And uh, and it was so good to see. And I I hope everything." works out for him yeah. on the island because 
Uh, contrary to that, I know Scott Darling had a good story, but uh, reports are out there. He's about to be bought out in Carolina and that uh, he's not on the same good path. So maybe uh, maybe that can serve as a motivating thing to other guys around the league. But Lehner, uh, what, what, what a player and, uh, and you know, what a season he had. He was just as up there in the, the Vesna Trophy candidate outside of Vasilevsky than anybody. Uh, what a season he had for the Islanders. And uh, going into the trots thing, I mean, they lost John Tavares. They lost their franchise captain. Still went to the second round of the playoffs. A hell of a team. For sure. Yeah, Chris, um, we live in a weird world where our producer asks us if you can hear the clip. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for your patience. There's no way for us to know that, by the way. We are not your ears. Um, as much as we although can. now we know we can't do that. We yeah, can't yeah. share clips with our guests. Like 10 seconds in, I was like, mm, I don't think he can hear this. <laughs> no. like, it's going to be a problem. Saying. He's good. Chris, uh, you know, I, I saw the speech. I watched the awards that night, and it it was uh, one of the better moments of the whole night, if you ask me. Obviously, Carey Price and the uh, the little boy who lost his mother uh, there stole the show, but that was as good a moment as any there with Robin Lehner. Yeah, we spoke about that a bit too. We also spoke about the the um, the panties in uh, Carey Price's uh, pocket. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's the kicker for me. That that's is, that's the best part of the story. Yeah, yeah. That's the best part. That's that's how he's most influential to the kid. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, um, good maybe he's gonna give it to the kid. Yeah, as a gift. off camera. You yeah. don't know. The kid's gonna yeah. cherish. He's gonna I cherish saw, Angela Price's undies. Matthews is the cover boy for uh, the NHL 20 game. They announced that at the awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A friend of mine, actually, he's an EA Sports uh, content contributor or whatever. So he was actually at the awards. Like EA flies him out to all these things. Um, oh, a nice. buddy of mine from here in Niagara, actually. Uh, he's he's a cool follow on Twitter at uh, Sleeveless Gaming. Uh, but yeah, big big news for the NHL. I love playing NHL. I don't know about you guys. That's of my favorite yeah. game, yeah. but. Yeah, so Austin Matthews is on the cover. Another thing I want to talk about, too, from the awards is uh, I'm a big Mark Giordano guy. If anyone mm-hmm. listens to my podcast, you'd know from like the first episode, I am high on Mark Giordano. Him mm-hmm. winning the Norris Trophy as a player that was never drafted before. Oh, yeah. uh, a really impressive man, and, and what a player he is. I, I'm a big fan. The, uh, Chris, the, um, looking at the NHL draft, obviously this was known as the, you know, Hughes and Kako draft. Who is it they got drafted in the first round that may not be the household name, but was excellent value at the pick? You know what? I think that the Colorado Avalanche made that, out like bandits. Nice. Like so like that bandits was bandits getting Bow and Byram at uh, at the number four slot. I thought for sure the Chicago Blackhawks with Keith and, Keith and Seabrook aging were going to take them, but they took Kirby Dodge, who's a he's a good forward. Don't get me wrong at all. I think he's a great player as well. But I just you know everything's coming up Colorado. Uh, you know they got uh, what's Kale McCarr and now Bow and Byram. That's just crazy. crazy. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is they got they got Byram. Um, at the at four, where they where they thought Dutch may fall to them, and then got Alex Newhook, who's a guy who was picking up steam at one point uh, during the winter. Alex Newhook uh, has an interesting story, though. Know? Absolutely, yeah. Alex, yeah maybe maybe you could like to share it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was waiting for Chris to jump in. Okay, <laughs> Chris, maybe you'd like to share it. <laughs> No, no, no. He's a wicked story. And like you said, uh, I think Colorado had the best draft night yeah. um, out of any team in the league, to be completely honest with you. Joe Sackick has done a great job uh, managing assets. He made uh, made some great trades over time. I mean, that trade with Buffalo, how they ended up losing uh, 
losing Ryan O'Reilly was crazy. But yeah, no, I think Colorado had a fantastic night. Um, I'm trying to find, uh, yeah, Nashville Predators took a guy from around here, Philip Tomasino at mm-hmm. 24. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great pick. He's a good player. 34 goals in 67 games in uh, in Niagara. Young kid too, and, uh, and uh, he's going to develop well. I think that was a great, for me, that was one maybe my maybe my uh, value pick of the first round. Tomasino's got, if he yeah. was drafted next, Next year, he, he would be great value. Like, so how are the big bad Bruins gonna be able to contend against the uh, the uh, the tall and massive Montreal Canadiens now that they drafted Cole Caulfield at five foot seven? <laughs> Listen, Caulfield's a good scorer, man. Yeah, he gives sure, me that yeah. Alex DeBrinket feeling. Um, I think that that was a great value pick for mm-hmm. Montreal. There, the weirdest. Sorry, the weirdest thing of the whole draft for me were the Coyotes tra- trading up into the 11 spot to take uh, Victor Soderstrom. Like, yeah. I, I didn't think they needed to do that unless they had information that obviously we don't always well, get. Well, you know, they went after their player, right? I mean, I, I'm okay with guys, with managers, like just trading up because they know they need somebody and they feel that they might not be able to fall three, four spots later. I'm really okay with that. You know, like just go for your fucking guys. If you think that this is the guy that's going to bring you, go for him. I don't, it doesn't matter where he ranks for me. Yeah. That's the, I'm, 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 on, I'm on the same page as the Phoenix Coyotes there, or Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, no, definitely. And then they uh, today they struck a trade as well. They brought in Carl Soderberg from the yeah. Avalanche. I don't know what the Avalanche are, are really doing here. It seems like they're creating some cap space because I've heard Tyson Berry's name out there as well. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, he, he was supposed to be ball. traded at the draft, but they didn't. Uh, nothing happened with that because he, they have to pay him, though. He's going to have to get make like $8 million a year this year, next year, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing that Boston faces with Tory Krug, right? He's up yeah. at the end of this year, and uh, you know you already have to pay McAvoy and Brandon Carlo on your back end mm. this off season, and you know Jake DeBrusque comes up next year. Yeah. It might there might not be money for Tory Krug, especially the money that Tory Krug has earned himself over the yeah. last few mm-hmm. seasons. Uh, I think he could be a seven and a half, eight million dollar defenseman, especially yeah. if you're talking Tyler Myers in that range. He should be. Yeah. And I know you thought that he would be dealt for like a first round pick at the draft and it didn't didn't work out. Yeah, I thought that they would look to to manage it, but I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of hold on to him, see how the season goes. If you're in a, a good position, then you just hang on to him as your own rental kind of thing. Some teams find value in doing that. I believe that they need to fix the right wing position uh, on David Krejci's line. They had about 13 different options there yeah. this season. It seemed like every night he had a new winger there. I think trading Tory Krug would w- would bring in a top six player where you could either put David Pasternak with David Krejci and or a new winger for Bergeron's line, or you take care of that. Either way, they got to take care of the right hand side on David Krejci's line and for DeBrusque and him. They can't play with someone different every game. Yeah, um, Chris, before the show, and we talked about this in our first segment, but before the show, as we're getting ready, uh, there's some uh, well, some some stuff's been happening in Toronto. Kyle Dumas. Uh, Mm. Basically refusing to give, uh, refusing to give uh, the big contract to Mitch Marner offered a long-term con- contract. Marner's uh, representation said they weren't interested. So now teams are starting to pique their interest. And, and one of the rumors that came up is uh, New Jersey uh, Devils, who have cleared cap space, who have uh, been aggressive in the trading for PK Subban. Uh, do you think that's a land- do you think that's a potential landing spot if he doesn't resign? Do you think he'll resign, or well, do you uh, think he'll be playing for a new team? Listen, Mitch Marner seems like, uh, 
you know, one first, I'm going to bring this all the way back before we even start here. I have a time travel. Let's do it. We're going back. We're going, we got the DeLorean here. Doc Brown's here. We're high. We're on the fucking, we're going 88 miles an hour. That's all you need. 88. Listen, he didn't, he didn't believe in one guy. He didn't, he could have paid Mitch Marner July 1st, last season, eight and a half million dollars over eight years. And and Marner would have jumped at it. He made him, Nylander and Matthews all earn it in the last year. He didn't jump the gun on the year early extension on any one of those players. And all three times it's bitten them in the ass. Mm -hmm. Now there's executives around the league saying that Mitch Marner could get offers in the teens. Like we're talking Mm -hmm. 13, we're talking more than McDavid. And you know what? I don't know if a team will give four first round picks for him. I'm not sure if a team would really do that. I think at that point, the Leafs might be more willing to talk about getting a, 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 you know, a team like the Carolina Hurricanes, for example, have, uh, have Falk or they have uh, Brett Pesci and guys that they could start to talk about with Mitch Marner. But yeah, no, Mitch Marner, again, like you said, the New Jersey Devils, Ray Shiro, he commented on the, the offer sheets this year and said, uh, basically, he said, F that shit when it came to if yeah. there's a code. He said that it's he doesn't like it, like that, that there's this unwritten rule, and he says it's bullshit. So yeah, yeah, good he, seems, he seems willing to throw one around. I heard that Mitch Marner is going to meet with three or four different teams. So good. I think Mitch Marner is, uh, you know, like I said this right at the beginning, when they brought the Brinks truck to John Tavares, a guy who hadn't built anything in Toronto, like these kids, Marner, Matthews, Nylander, they all built the foundation of this new wave, right? When they just went out and threw all the money at John Tavares, I said at that day all the hometown discounts died because they gave a player who wasn't even involved $11 million a season, and you're seeing it with Nylander, and you saw it with Matthews. These guys aren't leaving a dime on the table. Absolutely not. Yeah. And they shouldn't. That means their money, right? If you get, if your market value is that, you take it. Yeah, go ahead and and get Mitch Miner's led the team in scoring the last two seasons, so yeah. I, I can't believe when I see uh, Leafs fans on Twitter, they'll say, oh, but Kucherov only makes $9.5 million in Tampa. Well, one, that was signed a few years ago to Tampa Bay. He's playing 41 games plus the games they play versus Florida tax free, (laughs) uh, which, you know, in Ontario, everyone knows I get to live here at the the tax hell of the world. Basically, Uh, we got you beat, buddy. (laughs) At least you guys have affordable beer. That's true. <laughs> no, not true. at the games, though. Not at the no. Games. Oh, no, no, God, no games. Not even nowhere do you get affordable beer in an arena. Jesus, no. But I like that. I like that ratio kind of came out and said that. Shit. Fuck it. He's like, you know, they're not friends. Like, you know, if they're friends, they're friends, but it's still a business. You got to do a job. You make your offer. Fuck, you don't care about the least feelings. Just do what you got to do. Yeah, and, he's got to uh, do what he's yeah. got to do to get paid. And, uh, you it. know, this interview window definitely makes things, makes things interesting because uh, Brian Burke came out. And I heard him say he thinks Mitch Marner's agent is talking to these teams shopping for offer sheets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you well, know, we know how I Brian don't know Burke where feels this is going to go, right? but, you know, there's a million. R- this RFA pool is insane. Miko yeah. Ranton and Mitch Marner, Braden Point, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the list goes on Patrick Line and McAvoy and all these guys. Like, it's just crazy how many RFAs there are out there. And, uh, you know, Cap. Kapanen and Janssen look to be close to signing with the Leafs. I don't think anything officials happened there yet. So, yeah. you know, they might lose Marner, man. It could happen. I don't know if it's yeah. necessarily going to, but he doesn't want to be there for eight years. He wants that five-year term like Austin got. I, uh, as a, in my fantasy hockey league, it's a keeper league, and we, we use the cap. And I have Marner, Matthews, and McDavid. So I hope he gets the least amount of money as possible so I can keep him. <laughs> yeah. Or else, uh, exactly, or else yeah. I got to trade him. 
Five million yeah. a year you're hoping for. Yeah, right? hopefully. Uh, what do you guys think Line is gonna get in Winnipeg? I mean Line to me, I think he's gonna he's he's probably gonna reach towards that eight million. But the thing is with him is that if he goes to any kind of arbitration, they're gonna look at his numbers and say, You get all your stats in the first two months of the game, in the first two months of the season. And so I don't know, he'll probably get eight. I'd say a seven and a half for Line. I don't know how much space they have. They just they just got rid of some. Um, well, yeah, they had to Truba to the Rangers. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they got rid of Truba, so it saves them a little bit of money to negotiate. So I think he'll get seven and a half, eight for maybe about five, six years. Yeah, and you know what's funny too is I heard at the uh, at the draft the Blackhawks came close to a deal with the Vancouver Canucks to send Seabrook there, but it fell apart. Uh, Benning got cold feet. Eventually, ended up pulling off. Uh, he brought in JT Miller, right? But they were yeah. talking about that was Seabrook. a weird trade too. Yeah. Yeah, they were talking about Seabrook. Now, I look at Vancouver as an option for Tyler Myers or Jake Gardner, one mm-hmm. of those defensemen I could definitely see there, especially Myers. Yeah, Myers, is. I think he's a little bit a notch above Gardner at this point. But, yeah, yeah I do see that for sure. Yeah, yeah I definitely... think that uh, they're going to be one of the more aggressive teams this offseason. Jersey, you know, they're on the uh, – they got a Wu Taylor Hall. They got to convince him to stay. He's up at the end of this year. And, uh, you know, when that report came out, oh, he's not sure if he's staying. His agent put that out there. That's oh, yeah. Challenge. Reports, reports don't leak themselves. No, exactly. Reports have to, have to benefit somebody, right? Yeah, you guys know how this works. Shit doesn't just leak itself. No, you of get course, stuff yeah. sent to you all the time, and uh, they know exactly what they're doing. But, you know, they make a, a move. I know him and PK are friends. Like, they're friends. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was a big move for Shiro. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Shiro uh, could put a couple more balls in the air. I remember when we were on, there was that Malkin rumor if they couldn't trade yeah. Kessel. And, and Jersey's been linked to every name. So when Subban went there, I wasn't surprised. What I yeah, was surprised was how little they got for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I two prospects and two second-round picks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, two mid-level prospects yeah. and two second-round picks. Now, I think Matt Duchesne's going to Nashville, but... Yeah, I think that's the that's the thing, too. He's big in ruin. country music. He likes country music, so I think he's going to go there. Yeah, he bought but, a house but he, there. He can have Spotify anywhere. No, but he's uh, he plays. <laughs> okay. No, but I he think wants, it's just... It's an interesting place on to be. His nights off. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's going to play on uh, Broadway. One of those yeah. shitty bars. Well, great bars. <laughs> love those bars. What are you love talking about? I, I love, love all of those bars. Love every single one. <laughs> uh, Chris, thank you for joining us. It was uh, Chris Mancuso of the Get the Puck Out podcast uh, from Full Press Coverage. Uh, how is your off season? Do you do you um, do you continue podcast through the off season, or you uh, or do you pick it up during the season? Yeah, you know what? We're uh, this is actually the first year, so I haven't had an off season yet. Okay. So. What I plan on doing is, I think we're going to do some fantasy, like a lot of fantasy related stuff. So right nice. now. We're cracking our heads and putting together like top 10 positional lists and uh, setting up some potential interviews with some players right now. Luckily, playing in Niagara, there's a lot of guys around here, and I played some hockey with some guys who played some decent hockey. So you're trying to expel some uh, connections and get some get some content because you don't definitely don't want to go away all summer. But uh, I'm definitely looking like, you know, I'm a multi-sports fan. I'm a massive soccer fan, football. I like, uh, you know, I don't mind baseball. I like basketball a lot. So I'm definitely looking at dipping into some other sports here coming into this offseason especially being uh being the uh, english premier league i'm a big big football fan big oh, soccer nice. fan so am i that's uh look- liverpool oh you're a liverpool fan so yeah. i'm a tottenham fan um ah. took that l in the champions league but i was just happy to be there man yeah, so. for sure for that team yeah to, to be there uh the uh you didn't expect them to be there at the beginning of the year right so Hell no, no, not at all. So like, yeah. I knew Liverpool was going to win that game, but mm. you know that was crazy. But boys, thanks a lot for having me on. I always thanks, enjoy. Chris. It's a pleasure. We look forward to hearing you on other sports. Hopefully, the Get the Balls podcast <laughs> out will be uh, 
The Get the Balls Out podcast will be... Uh, get the panties out. Panties out. Yeah. Get the panty suprock and put it on the stove. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, bud. Take it easy, boys. Have a great sure. night. And uh, you, can, uh, you can you can subscribe. Yeah, you can always subscribe. I, they get the shows, then they choose to listen to it or Yeah, subscribe not. on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then follow us at Hot Sauce Sports on every social media. No one, uh, you can't be oversubscribed because that's not a word. Exactly. So, so subscribe just the right amount of time. Be a word. No, we don't have any. Duke, did you make any? Oh, oh there you go. Okay. I, I thought we said we were not going to do them. <laughs> you said that several times. No, okay, let's just run. Duke drunkenly said, "Defended his honor." Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> both of you guys made out of the closet. Yeah, I, mean, I was very turned on. I don't remember. I that. only have two closets, so <laughs> one of them's da- damaged forever. <laughs> um, well, boys, it's time for rapid fire. Let's see if Duke gets a rate this week. Candid Cam. All right, so Cam Newton on a plane offers There's a write-up for you to read. <laughs> anyway, Cam Newton on a plane offers fifteen hundred bucks to a passenger for extra leg room on a ten-hour flight. Thanks, Duke. The guy says <laughs> no. Go fuck yourself. So here's a couple of things. You, Cam Newton, why aren't you in first class? I think he uh, was. So he probably wasn't first class on that flight. I okay. think he was, but he was. He no, he went back. He, you see him. He goes back. He sits in, the, in another row. Nobody can see this. <laughs> It's okay anyway. So he so he offers him fifteen hundred bucks. If I were Cam, I would have offered more. See what he said. Like two two thousand. Yeah. Like how much is leg room worth? How long is this flight too? Ten hours. I think it's a ten hours. hours. Yeah, yeah. Drop two, three. For nine. sure. The guy's six five, man. Yeah. He's, he needs. He's got to be first class. Bargain, you know. No, it didn't. Maybe there wasn't enough room for first class. He needed to be on a last minute flight. I don't know. Fuck it. Who gives a shit. It doesn't matter. Prima donna. He didn't get it. People are making a big deal out of it. I don't think. But I feel like it. he hasn't made a big deal out of it. I yeah, no, yeah. It's just somebody recorded it. Like He's like, you offered him some money. The guy's like, no. Be like, all right. Yeah. And then like, he walked back to his seat and the like, sad peanuts music played in the background. I wouldn't have recorded it and posted it, though. It's a weird thing. That's not, it's not, it's not me. Yeah. I would have taken a picture and written a long write up. Yeah. <laughs> Hot Sauce <laughs> Sports article. <laughs> Why Cam Newton can't pay for seats? Next. Buzzer sound. There we go. Sensor Nicks. The New York Knicks were fined $50,000 by the NBA for banning New York Daily News from their NBA draft press conference. Petty wars continue. <laughs> What's the point of banning the... Like, what What are they going to say from your press conference where a, a high school kid, basically, is is, is being interviewed? What's, what are they going to say that they, they're not going to say otherwise? Maybe they had said something before that they didn't like. Okay. So they're like, you know what, fuck you. We're not going to let you in this interview. But how does it help them? Because they'll, they'll still say whatever they want. It doesn't help all it does is make you look bad and cost you 50,000 bones. James Dolan, he's a mad genius, man. I don't know. I don't think he's a genius. I ride or die genius. with James Dolan, baby. He'll ride or so- die. He'll write a song about you one day, Terry. Yeah, hopefully. Next. <laughs> Man's World. Uh, LeVar Ball has been banned from ESPN platforms after a lewd comment he made to Molly Quorum. And, uh, and then this clip from 2017 refer- resurfaced um, that has been trending all over the internet. Terrell Davis? Yeah, Terrell Davis. Davis. Eagle, you get the video? Not that one? No, that one, the one right Not below it. One. The one right below it. Right below scroll it. Down. Scroll down. Scroll down. Oh, it's a Twitter feed. Okay, fuck it. It's the wrong one. Wrong feed. <laughs> okay, anyway, yeah, so he kind of like, they're doing like, they're, they're reenacting a play. And Terrell Davis kind of like, he tells Molly, uh, here, I'll like snap the ball to me and I'll like I'll call Ben. And she's wearing like a fairly short skirt. Yeah. So, I mean, Molly, she's married to Jalen Rose. Mm-hmm. If these guys are doing this stuff in front of my wife, I slap them in the face. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's so, like, like you know at I mean? first, 
at first the Terrell Davis thing looked kind of like he just didn't realize it was, it was a joke they're probably super close too they might make these jokes on she yeah. and she but probably doesn't I also remember that's what I want you to do when the ball step come on Molly which still yeah If it stopped there, it would have been great. But he, now he does this. Yeah. He stopped. If he stopped there, nobody says anything because it's a joke. But then he does that. Like but like, asshole. so wasn't Terrell Davis working at NFL Network when there was all the issues of sexual harassment in the workplace? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Wasn't he one of the dudes? Yeah. So like, that's why. If like To says, if it looks like a rat, smells like a rat, chances are it's a rat. Then it is Terrell Davis being a jerk with Molly Karam. <laughs> Bark back. Charles Barkley had some. Uh, Pretty uh, awful things to say about LeVar Ball. No, I don't talk about LeVar Ball. No, it's a, it's a fair question. No, I don't talk about LeVar Ball. And wherever LeVar Ball is, there's a village missing an idiot. Should, should the Pelicans put like a, a gag order on him and say, you cannot talk about the Pelicans because he brings a... No, what does he got to do with the Pelicans? Well, New Orleans. What about him? Didn't... Uh, He's 100% oh, 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 right. Oh, with his son's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, look, listen, we, just, we should just keep LeBar off television. That would be the best way to do but, it. But, but that's, that's my point, though. I mean, he's, he no, brings distraction. Yeah, I mean, I know. can, it's, can it's, that it's, small market it's, it's handle? Really, it's really unfair to his son. His son's a, is a good player and a nice kid. You can't stop him from saying great no, players. No, he should just keep him off TV. He's an idiot. Especially looking... Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I agree with him 100%. Well, Keep so, him off TV. So, here's a couple of things. Maybe not one, the idiot one, part. Charles Barkley clearly didn't know that Lonzo Ball <laughs> was playing for the Pelicans. Uh, second thing is, uh, that reporter is the most annoying dude. Like, he's not giving you your soundbite, man. Like, yeah, yeah, just stop He's it. already giving you gold. But saying, these, these TMZ guys, man, are relentless. I know. It's, it's the worst. But the thing is, honestly, uh, look, the, the, the Lonzo Ball, I, after I, I defended LeVar Ball on the show, he then goes off and makes his comments to, to Molly Karam. Uh, but even at that, ago. like that has nothing to do with. I don't think Charles Barkley gives a shit. I mean, he probably does, but I don't think he he was referring to that. I think he, he always thought in general, Levar. No, Ball but I think so. But like, where I think like we've had disagreements. But my thing has always been, if you're gonna put him on TV, then he's gonna say what he's gonna say. Absolutely, yeah. Don't put him. If you got a problem with him, don't put him on television. Don't put him on TV. Absolutely. In the reeds. Oh, this is awful. What this is tone deaf Kansas City radio host uh, Kevin Kitesman. Yeah, Kevin Kitesman had the following to say about the Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. Does not have a great record of fixing players. He doesn't. Discipline is not his thing. It did not work out particularly well in his family life. And that needs to be added to this. Oh, we're talking about the Chiefs. Oh, he wasn't real great at that either. Douchebag. He's had a lot of things go bad on him. Family and players. He is not good at fixing people. He is not good at discipline. That is not his strength. Who's this his guy? His strength Kitesman? is designing football yeah, plays. He's part owner of a radio station. He's been uh, he, he's been since uh, indefinitely suspended from from. Yeah, that's right. You don't bring any. up a guy's family. You don't know the situation. Yeah, well, honestly, like you, uh, you Kitesman, th- Kitesman, you obviously don't know anything about addiction. You don't obviously know nothing about family strife. I hope your family's good. I hope, unfortunately, a disgusting person like you has a good and healthy family, and that they never suffer any this kind of stuff because you obviously don't know how to handle it. Yeah. Um, Andy Reid has been, by all accounts, been a great person. Um, he is absolutely, he's a great designer of plays, to your point. The only point you made in that entire thing, that's all you had to say. I don't know why he had to drag in his family. I don't know why he had to drag in the, stu- the, the death of his son. You know, it, 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 it's goddamn awful. Most valuable complainers. The Houston Rockets official Twitter seemed less than pleased that Janice won the NBA, NBA MVP. So... <laughs> um, a bunch of facts about uh, James Harden were posted immediately after Giannis wins. 
It's it's insane. So like the thing is, I actually maybe maybe it's James Harden doing it. I know it's, it's from the shadows. Yeah. I do. I do like. I do like that the NBA teams go after each other. And MLB well, teams are also the, N- for this. the NHL started it. Yeah. Yeah. The Vegas Knights started it. Did you notice they didn't even tag him or mention him by name? Congrats to the new MVP. Not congrats to Janice or anything like that or any Twitter tag. The new MVP. But you know what? This is like this is uh, the Houston Rockets being the uh, the being that guy. Well, actually, guy. Yeah. Nobody likes well, actually, guy. They're well, they're, actually, that's, that's who James Harden scored more points. Shut up. But that's who they are. Like, yeah, they are. They're even the worst. In the, NBA, the worst. in the NBA playoffs, they decided to do their own inquiry into the refing. No, nobody, nobody asked cares. for. Nobody cares what you're. They they did this thinking that people were going to be on their side, and as a matter of fact, out of nowhere. They they, uh, they they do this report and nobody sides with them whatsoever. And they, they actually made people uh, Golden State Warrior fans. Absolutely, like you're, oh, yeah, you're, for sure. you're they made uh, people Milwaukee Bucks fans too. Yeah. You're now Oliver Stone doing an expose on JFK, <laughs> right? It's just NBA. Just chill. It's just a basketball game. That's it. That's it. That's the show. Canada loses in the World Women's World Cup. Know, one nothing. Missed, missed, missed penalty shot. They put the wrong girl in. A, it's not that they played. She the asked her. She's like, so Christine St. Clair, who normally takes a she shot, she should have taken a shot. Well, she should have, but she asked Janine Becky, "Do you want to take it?" Because Janine Becky's the next person in line. St. Clair's done. She's the wrong retire. time to do that. And she asked, never no. asked questions. That's no, the but she asked her, "Do you want to take it?" And she took it. The, the That's girl, it. The That's girl's two shots away from 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 leading. Doesn't uh, matter. The Problem world solved. In, in in shots, man. It's it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's got to be a coach's decision. She's team. She's she's captain Canada. She's captain Canada in general when it comes to soccer. Fuck the guys. This is why they'll never win. They're too goddamn polite. But they've won. No? The Americans would have never done that. The Americans would have said, won the World Cup. The, the, the Americans would have put Morgan Rapino in there and they said, if, any, if anyone else wants to take that shot, too bad. It's her. That's it. I agree. But, you know, at the end of the day, she probably knows more than the coach. You have been listening <laughs> to Hot Sauce Sports. <laughs>